Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topical discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 55th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Of course, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. I hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. There's so much that, that went on this week. We really can't cover it all in the 10 minutes I give in this uh, monologue. Just l- l- Let me give you just an overview of the thesis for today's program. I want to talk about two things. Basically, the fact that we have, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best not to characterize these things too pejoratively. We have some people in uh, Michigan and, and Wisconsin that thought it was a good idea uh, to conspire to um, essentially uh, kidnap the uh, governor of uh, the state of Michigan, Gretchen uh, Whitmer, uh, to put her on trial uh, for treason. Her crime was uh, trying to help people in the state of Michigan avoid getting the uh, 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 coronavirus, COVID-19 virus. What a terrible thing for her to try to do. They actually talk, well, let me just give you what the article says. Uh, this is uh, uh, written by Peter Baker, Maggie uh, Haberman. Uh, la- Trump uh, lashes out at his cabinet with calls to indict political rivals. Trump berated his own cabinet officers on Thursday for not prosecuting or implicating his political enemies. Uh, he called Kamala Harris, Senator Kamala Harris, he called her a monster and a communist. Mr. Trump secured a statement from the White House physician, Dr. Sean Connolly, clearing him to return to public activities on Saturday this week today. And then promptly that said that he would try to hold a campaign rally uh, in Florida today. Now, I don't know the, the um, epidemiology of the COVID-19 virus, the corona uh, uh, virus. So I can't speak to it from a pure science perspective. What I can ask is when does a virus like when, when a person who's infected with something like that, when does it stop becoming contagious? We know that it, 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 at least uh, two weeks ago on September 26th, when Trump held a uh, ceremony in the Rose Garden to announce the nomination of uh Judge Amy uh, Coney Barrett uh, be, to be nominated to the Supreme Court. We know that a number of people, a, a good eight people, came up uh, infected uh, following that that event. Uh, <laughs> and as as Matt said, they were doing all the things you're not supposed to do. They were hugging, kissing, and not wearing masks, and so on. So. You know, that seems to be the center of when this all began. So now you've got, from what I gathered from uh, NBC last night, that you have as many as 35 people who were in either Trump's 
uh, close circle or who were among the people who serve uh, the presidency, the, the, the staff that served the presidency uh, in the White House. And so uh, it, it begs the question, when does a person become not contagious? And is it wise for you to have a person who just a week ago was in the hospital for that person to be in the community around thousands of people uh, again? And so uh, I don't want to spend too much more time uh, on that because I want us to talk a little bit more about this situation uh, where uh, we, 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 we had, well, let me just say it this way, you really can't make this stuff up. Elements of the far right, white nationalist uh, fringe, fringe of this country appear to have been emboldened by the weeks and nods or winks and nods that they're getting from Donald Trump that he sees them as core supporters of his administration. Over a, over a dozen of them have now been formally charged with conspiring to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, try her for treason, hang her, assaulting, they were <laughs> planning to assault the state assembly, killing the legislators in attendance, and assaulting uh, the Michigan Police Department in the uh, capital of, of uh, the state of Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, and killing all of the police that they found there. Why would the police be always on the same side as these militias, as these guerrilla, you know, uh, uh, white nationalists? Why are the police always lined up as if they're sympathetic with them when these people obviously aren't that sympathetic to the police? They would kill the police. Why are you on their side? Maybe that's just my strange way of looking at the world. Federal prosecutors on Thursday announced the arrest of, and I got just a couple of minutes, arrest of six men who allegedly plotted with a militia group to violently overthrow the government and kidnap uh, Governor uh, uh, Whitmer. I can't spend too much time on that. I, I just want to uh, swing over to the uh, vice presidential debate uh, very quickly. There are just so many uh, pieces of this stuff that you can't do it all at at one time, uh, but uh, Trump and or, or, or Pence, uh, he, he he took. I just wanted just a couple of little things. Um, Ron Klain, who said that. Well, in fact, I don't even want to hit that one. Let me hit another one on the uh, uh, assertion by Pence that the Obama administration left the strategic national stockpile empty. This is uh, uh, research from Politico that did a fact check on these uh, uh, statements. And I went through about 27 of them that were stated, but we can't talk about all of those things in this short period of time. But this was an, just an, a, re, a easily researched outright lie. The Obama administration did not leave an empty national stockpile just months before COVID-19 cases popped up in the United States. The former director of the stockpile described it as an $8 billion enterprise with extensive holdings of many needed items. It is true that it was low on uh, only about 25% of what they normally would have had for N95 masks were in the stockpile. But that's because we had uh, three pandemics that took place under Obama's administration and those masks were used were being used up. They just hadn't gotten replaced yet. Uh and Trump has had almost three and a half years to re replace that stockpile. Why hasn't he done it himself? 
on the nation's COVID-19 response. The reality is when you look at the Biden plan, well, in fact, I won't even go through uh, uh, all of that. Uh, I want to hit this uh, uh, assertion that uh, Pence asserted that the Obama administration left an empty and hollow plan for how to deal with pandemics. The reality is the Obama administration left a detailed plan uh, uh, in the event of an infectious disease outbreak. Uh, It was a 69-page document uh, from 2016. It was a National Security Council guidebook created to assist leaders in coordinating a complex U.S. government response uh, to a high-consequence emerging disease threat anywhere in the world. And then just very quickly, the assertion that uh, Kamala Harris made that the Office of Pandemic uh, uh, Control or Intervention had been uh, 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 defunded by the uh, Trump administration. That, according to Politico, is absolutely true. They, they uh, got, didn't rehire or didn't uh, uh, replace the administrator of that office in, in 2018. In 2019, the epidemiologists that were assigned to that office, and I want you to understand, there is an office of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention physically in Wuhan, China. Not an office of the Chinese. It's an American office that is physically located in Wuhan, China. When the World Health Organization in November went to investigate this epidemic outbreak, the United States had its own epidemiologists that were a part of that team. They were just lying when they're saying that they didn't know about this stuff in November. They've known about it since November. So let me get our first callers on, and we'll see where we're going from here. Let me get John real quick in Lockport. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. Um, you know, it, it's amazing how a minority party like the Republicans control everything. You know, you've got you've got the uh, they control the presidency, the Senate, the the courts, uh, and and uh, they also control all the state legislatures. And I, we, you know, we mentioned before about how um, how that affects. Uh, even if the uh, presidency, uh, if, if the uh, election went into the House of Representatives, because the in, uh, the Republicans control 30 of the le- 50 legislatures in the United States. Right. They they control both houses in those 30 yep. those 30 states. The Democrats only control 18, where they control both houses. Uh, and there's just two states, Minnesota and Alaska, have, that have split legislatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he, here's the thing again. It's, you know, um, we saw how um, McConnell can just disrupt anything that the Democrats do. Um, and, and, and as I mentioned before in, in past uh, uh, times when, when we're talking about this, uh, that the Democrats have only had the presidency, the House, and the Senate four years out of the last 40. So they weren't able to, to get much passed right. in a lot of those years because, you know, since, it, since there's been no cooperation between the parties. But anyway, in two of those four years, the Democrats passed Obamacare. So if you want to, the Democrats will do things, they'll try to pass things. The Republicans, they just want to keep the status quo. They don't need to pass anything. They represent the top 1%. Well, they passed that tax bill. (laughs) They'll pass that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing that helps them and get get rid of, uh, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of regulations as well. But 
but uh, we've got to start. The Democrats are have, have more people. Uh, the Republicans are a minority party, and they control everything. And, and we've got to start trying to get these state houses uh, take right. them over. Remember, John, the Republicans have been very uh, highly focused on process. How do I control the process? And by controlling the process, they end up controlling what actually comes up for legislation in state houses. That that's how they construct. They controlled uh, a redistricting. That's how they controlled uh, uh, how taxes are. Uh, uh, state and local taxes uh, emerge in these uh, 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 these states. They've been very crafty at building an infrastructure at the 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 uh, state and county level. And if the Democrats want to win long term, they've got to be very. Uh, 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 strategic and do the same thing. Right. Well, you know, like, and it goes back to the post-Civil War, where the solid South, they, they realized that they were in the minority, so the only way that they could control politics was to act together as one. And uh, it seems like they, that the Republicans are using the same strategy now. Yep. All right. I appreciate you, man. Let me get to rocking and rolling, get some other folks uh, in here. Let me get uh, Jim in Lockport. Boy, we got Lockport represented today. Hi, hi, Jim. How are you doing? Hey, good, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, did you did you go to Canisius High School? I didn't go to Canisius High School. I went to Canisius College, but I went to Bishop Fallon High School, and so we we played you guys. You beat us up a lot, and I know you all like to laugh about that. We think we've only won like one basketball game and maybe two baseball games in the entire four years that I was there. Oh, no, I, I was curious because um, they had a gentleman there by the name of Father Sturm that uh, Tim Russert talked about about this uh-huh. point. But uh, I, for some reason, I thought you went to Canisius High School. Yeah, well, we so. were close. We were down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I just wondered if you noticed uh, recently, this week, uh, a number of um, letters have been coming into the Everybody's column in the paper about players disrespecting the flag by taking a knee. Have you have you read any of those letters? Yeah, I saw one of them again uh, today. And again, this is people that, that are trying to, to make something out of something that doesn't exist. If you knelt before something, let's say we took all the politics out of it. If you were in Rome and there's a statue of the Virgin Mary and you knelt in front of the statue of the Virgin Mary, you would not be disrespecting the Virgin Mary. You would be reflecting your reverence for the Virgin Mary. When people kneel before something, they're saying that the thing that they're kneeling before is something that has uh, ordinance over their lives. All these people are doing when they kneel before the, uh, 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 or when the flag is, or, and the anthem is being uh, played, they're kneeling to reflect the fact that there is a tragedy underway. That in spite of the fact that we're all kneeling before this flag, we have people that are being not only dishonored, we are having people that are being murdered in the name of this flag, and that this should should not be going on. That's what that's about. So to call this uh, stuff disrespect to the flag is is just nonsense. This is people just making stuff up to make it seem like it's wrong when, in fact, it's right. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, do you believe in the saying, um, our country may she always be right, but right or wrong, my country? Do you believe in that? Well, it depends on what you mean by that. If you mean that... Well, 
regardless of what my country let me just say it let me just say it this way regardless of what my country does i'm still going to be an american i'm not going to stop being an american because my country bombed afghanistan and i thought that that was wrong to bomb afghanistan so it's my country right or wrong in the sense that i'm still going to be a citizen of this country and i'm still going to fight for the best results for this country that doesn't mean that i'm going to agree with everything that people do in the name of this country just because i'm an american i have the right to disagree with things that i think are wrong okay uh would you do me a favor sure would you write a letter to the everybody's column uh answering these people that are saying that these players are just respecting the flag by taking a knee would you do that for me? Well, I'll do that. I doubt that they would take a letter from me, but... <laughs> why, why wouldn't it? It's everybody's talent. I, I, I've, over the past 15, 20 years, I've sent, you know, a few letters to uh, the editor, and they never seem to get into their in, into the press, so I assume that they have some kind of an issue, you know, with me. Well, I, I mean, if it's, if it's, you know, good enough content and... Uh, you know, it, it's expressing a point. I don't see why they should uh, should not include it. Well, I, what I might do is I think I may do it and then put it under someone else's uh, byline, and maybe that, that'll, that, that, that'll get that it forward. Yep. I just wanted to All say right. something else quick. I sure. ran into a friend that I hadn't seen in many years at the local post office, and we got chatting, and politics came up, and they said, that they were voting for Trump. Uh-huh. And I tried to point out several reasons why they shouldn't vote for Trump, and um, and I failed. Um, so I, I'm really scared that, you know, that uh, all these things going on, we're not going to dissuade the uninformed populace that uh, uh, how bad he is. And I'm afraid for Biden that he's not going to get in. So... I'll just leave you with that, but uh, it, it's unbelievable the points I brought up, and they still said, no, no, he's a businessman, and he's put Washington on the right track. Yeah, and, he's got to be a good businessman. He lost $4.6 billion between, <laughs> right, not even counting the casinos, from 1986 to 1985, he lost $4.6 billion. What a great businessman. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate you. Should we take our first break? Yep, let's take a first break, then we'll grab Kevin, and then we'll get, get Ron. So if we all, you all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Okay, ladies, we all know one of the greatest feelings in the world when a friend says, Girl, those pants look amazing on you. 
And I say thanks. They're Skechers Go Walk Wear pants. And why do I always get compliments on these casual, athletic, stretchy pants? They're made with comfortable GoFlex fabric that has compression and hold. They have four pockets, plus they're machine washable and come in extended sizes. That's the Skechers Go Walk Wear line of pants. Find yours at Skechers.com or a Skechers store near you. From shredding to printing, the UPS store does every ing for small business. And this holiday, when the other guys are closing, we're doing another ing all together, opening. So while we're busy notarizing and copying, consulting and mailboxing, packing and shipping, well, they're not really doing much of any ing. Opening this holiday, the UPS Store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. Is adultery no longer a big deal? in Indiana and in America. And just love to know your thoughts cuz I I for one believe that the 7th commandment contained in the 10 commandments is still a big deal. It's the most important promise you'll ever make. And holding people accountable to those promises and and holding people accountable to respecting the promises that other people make, I, I, to me what what could possibly be a bigger deal than that? So I think that, you know, having that real belief, I would then want to be the vice president to a president who's been adulterous dozens of times. I think that would make a whole lot of sense. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate your, uh, your, your insight. Uh, and I'm glad to see Tony's out there. So we were just asking about Tony. Is he doing okay? Uh, but I think it's Ron first, then we'll get Kevin, then we'll grab Tony. Ron, how are you? is it Ron first? Yes, yep. I'm, hey, Ron. I'm here. All right. You? Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know what you're talking about. I thought yeah. that the Yankees had a chance to pull it out, too. Right? Just, I don't want to dwell on that, but <laughs> that 2-2 pitch, after that guy with the home, and the 2-2 pitch was over the inside corner at the knees. They call it a ball. And yep. Two pitches later, hits the winning home run. Yep. <laughs> what are you going to do? But I tell you, nobody's responded. I'm hoping somebody will respond. I, I am very, very worried about this whole thing. It's absolutely already fixed. I said this. This is the third week. I, nobody ever responds. I, I, why am I saying that again? The, the president's telling the Senate not to even consider a, a further stimulus package. Right. They're running around over there like, you know, like they're forty points ahead, rather than you know, they, at least if the polls are close to correct, even close, they, they're going to lose five or six senates, maybe as many as ten senates. And the, one of the polls is showing Trump down by fifteen points overall. Yep. And by in most of the battleground states, but they're acting like they're twenty points ahead. It's they're acting like, and with all the stuff that you know, the courts being stacked and that type of thing, and they're going to challenge everything. They screwed up the mail. I, I can I, I want to see somebody's Tony's usually got something good to say. I wonder what he thinks about that. He says he's on. Is he on the line? Uh, in, in yep, Tony's on the okay, line. He's, Tony, he's what a... do you think about? Am I am I uh, paranoid or crazy or what do you think is <laughs> going to happen here? Because they they act like they don't have to do anything for anybody, and it's it's like why would you do that if you thought this thing was closer? If you thought this was they were way behind, or you do something to, to try to convince well, people you know, other than Trump, 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 Trump is a strange guy, and I think that he thinks that 
if he holds this carrot out, you know, no, I'm not, we're, we're going to end the negotiations until after the election. And then he comes in a few days later and says, OK, we're going to we're going to negotiate to get something done. He'll get a lot of enthusiasm first from Wall Street, but then from a lot of his supporters that say, you know, well, it's great regardless of how long it took, you know, that we got something on the table. He's he's going to and, and then he wants to do the stimulus checks with his name on it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I know that, but uh, that's he did that earlier with the stimulus check of the name and that right. dropping in the polls. And uh, but the, 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 it just seems the overall behavior. They have a swagger. There's a smirk. There's a we got this rocked up. You can't. We, we got the courts. We got the mail screwed up. We got. I just can't, we got the media puking out propaganda. Communist. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala right. Harris is a communist. Right. She's locked up more leftists in California than <laughs> probably Ronald Reagan. I mean, there's a lot of people on the left in California hate her. Remember, they didn't right. want her to, to be how, the vice president. How can she be the queen of locking people up and yeah. simultaneously be the communist? Right. It's just crazy. doesn't know. make and, any sense. Right. And. And I managed to get through an hour of that debate because by the last 15 minutes, of, you know, from about minute 45 to about one hour and two minutes, all anytime she said something, all Pence did was, oh, that's radical. He was a radical agenda, socialism. He didn't, didn't counter anything. He just right. called names. I mean, right. that's not a debate. And, of course, talked over his time, you know, insisted on not answering any. I mean, just outright, no, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to talk about this over here. You know, that's... Yeah, I mean, I'm getting flack. Even on, I'm on a couple of uh, moderated mailing lists for sports, and people are get, they're, they're just getting toxic. The the, the hysteria of these yeah. Trump people. Yeah. I mean, I just one of I just, just tell, uh, this guy sends an email to the list I'm on about uh, Black Lives Matter as a terrorist group and stuff. My God, it's just, it's, these people are just. I mean, it, it just makes no sense. Trump has been talking about Antifa, which is not even an organization, as you know the biggest threat to law and order. But you got these uh, Michigan militia. You got these uh, 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 what do you call the Wisconsin Wolverines. You got the Proud Boys and so on. And they're you know, uh, conspiring to blow up, you know, buildings, uh, murder yeah, well, state legislators. If, if you should, have you ever read the Turner Diaries? No, I haven't read those. Read it. Read it. It's 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 very revealing. These people are modeling themselves. This that William Pierce guy was one of the big uh, uh, neo Nazis back in the seventies. And while it's it's, it's uh, overall scenario is a bit dated, number because it talks about the Soviet Union and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is the model these guys are using. It's exactly what they're doing. Is the, the model that he creates. Earl Turner, the the, the Nazi pro Nazi terrorist, and eventually he flies a uh, what is it a. a, a plane, a, a nuclear bomb containing plane, a suicide mission to the Pentagon and all this. is their model. Yep. And it started out by, you know, blowing up buildings, kidnapping people, and that type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. Got to run. Thanks, John. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, let me get Kevin on. And Kevin, let me just ask you something, just an, an observation that is Ugh. disturbing to me. Ugh. And here, here's where I'm coming from. In Ugh. all of the responses that I have seen from Mm -hmm. Donald Trump and the Republican Party regarding Mm -hmm. this Michigan uh, conspiracy to kidnap, try, Mm -hmm. hang, et cetera, kill Mm -hmm. legislators, kill police officers in Michigan. In Mm -hmm. none of that, the responses, Mm -hmm. have I seen anyone castigate Mm -hmm. the uh, Michigan militia, the uh, Wisconsin Wolverines or the Proud Boys, what they did is they turned around and they castigate Governor Whitmer. You know, she needs to reopen the economy. She needs to, to open the schools for, for in-person instruction, even if those are your issues. 
Does that rise to the point that you would kidnap her and hang her and try her for treason, you know, for for, for, for keeping schools, you know, uh, remote rather than uh, in-person instruction? Does that make an ounce of sense to you at all? Well, uh, I'll sum it up this way for you. Um, there's a term I've heard used that I don't know if it was um, unique to Republicans or the Republican Party, but they are known for grabbing defeat out of the mouth of victory. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, right. So, I mean, as far as that situation is concerned, if there has not been a, a, a strong condemnation about this group in what they were doing, then it just equates to that good old um, um, quote from the man from Nazareth, you know, take mm-hmm. this out of your eye first before you take it out. Or someone else. Someone else. Right. Yep. All right. So yep. is that I answer? That's, that's good yeah, enough. Because, to, to, asking, because <laughs> I, I think you're asking me as a, I don't, I don't know, you know, you're asking me my opinion, and I hope it's not based on the fact that my opinion as some official of the Republican Party or something. Not, like not that. at all. Oh, I just, I, I just wanted, I, I just wanted a, uh, somebody to give me their read on that because mm-hmm. it just seems incredible to me mm-hmm. that this was not like the lead story for everybody for a couple of days. If mm-hmm. if this had been some Black Lives Matter, you know, organization that had got caught for some kind of conspiracy to do something like that, this mm-hmm. would have been every hour of every day for days on end. No, 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 These no, no, horrible no. people maybe, maybe this Maybe no, no, no. This would have been it, it would have it would have been as similar to an earthquake or there being a massive fire. It would have been the same thing. But when it, but, but, but when it's when it's the, 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 these conservatives, when they do something like this, it's talked about. Again, it, it was a so story. You calling them conservatives? Do well, that's what they. That, maybe that's wrong. You're right. You're right. I, I I hate it when we say that. That that's not right. right. Okay. Because that that imputes a, some kind of a, yeah. a moral context one way or the other. Sure. And conservatives right. are right. just people that are conservatives. Yeah. It's not. I, it has no moral context to it. The reason why I'm called. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to take you so far off your thought. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah, yeah. You know the 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 the. the um, the traitors, the Confederates, you know, um, you know, the, 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 traitors, the Confederates, right? right. Who were right, who, okay. who were traitors um, by definition, right? Right. Now, um, they, you know, uh, they moved to rename, um, you know, military bases because they've been named after, you know, rebels, after terrorists, traitors, whatever. Yeah, after but, traitors. Um, would they? They were. Wouldn't they all granted an amnesty, a full amnesty? After the limited ones, they were many of them were, were 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 granted amnesty, but that did not make them not traitors. They were still traitors. The fact that well, the government of this yes. country gave them amnesty, amnesty, mm-hmm. you have to you have to read uh, what was being said by the legislators at that time. Right. They they full were right just trying to, American. Right. They they were just trying to 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 heal the wounds and allow people to get back to something close to normal, and that's why they did that amnesty thing which is done in other countries you have people in Mm -hmm. uh, Vietnam who gave amnesty to the people in the North Vietnamese that were the launches of the war against South Vietnam you know South Africa Africa, the same thing you got millions of people in South Africa who were horrible people but they were given amnesty by the the new government when the apartheid was knocked down and so on so Right and rights and full rights restored. Right, right. So they didn't lose the American citizenship. Right, they didn't lose their citizenship. They didn't they make what they did not traitorous. Right. It didn't make what they did not wrong. 
It just meant that people, for the reasons they felt were best for the country as a whole, right. to allow this thing to die. Then why, then why then, after 40, 50, almost 100 years of some of these institutions, that only now that they're looking to, 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 to fix this? Because because the the monuments didn't it would be different if all of these monuments were put up uh, during the 10 years after the Civil War by people that were trying to preserve whatever they considered to be their history, their their culture, et cetera, et cetera. That would be different. But that's not what went on of the 17 or 1800 of those monuments that exist around the country. Only about Mm -hmm. only about 30 of them were built during the 10 years after the Civil War. Most of them were built after 1900. This was, this was a, a, a rebirth of a reactionary movement in this country to uh, resurrect uh, this country's base of racism and uh, second-class citizenship for African people and so on. Uh, this abuse of power in this country, that's what was going on at that time. And so that's why that's reacted to differently. Uh, I mean, there are people that don't like Christopher Colon, uh, 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 Christopher Columbus, Columbus, you know, because he's basically considered to be, you know, a heinous murderer of uh, Native American people. He wasn't that, but he did launch that process. He did launch it. He, he did things that created the context in which all of that, you know, came about. I got to run, Kevin. I appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you next week. Let me grab Tony and Clarence. Tony, how you doing? Are you feeling okay? Uh, I just got back from having some uh, veterans hospital with COVID testing there. I I, uh, had to have it done today, and I just got home a few minutes before I called the show. Okay. My my purpose is uh, to run. I I really don't think any of these polls will be standing up at uh, Election Day. I just think we learned back in 2016 that these polls don't reflect the truth. You know, you can't ask a voter on the phone to tell you what he's going to vote for and who he's voting for. It's a lie. Am I correct or incorrect? Well, you, you definitely can uh, You can assume that many people are not going to tell you the truth. Many people will tell you, but many people won't. Yeah, and this is something that, you know, and... and and part of what I've had, I didn't understand what was Ron's question, really. Well, he was really just trying to get at uh, his sense that the fix is in and that Trump's people are just behaving so smugly that he feels that the Trump people feel that they have control over the levers of this election. And no matter how the votes really were cast, they're going to come out with Trump on top. That, that's what his worry is. Well, I worry about Barr being the attorney general. I worry about a lot of things in my life, but some of them are foolish to worry about. Uh, you had, uh, uh, I think, what was it, a guy named John asking you about the flag? Right, yep. In John, Lockport. John, Jim, Jim in Lockport. Uh, Jim, I'm sorry. Right. I, I'm having trouble focusing today. I don't feel well. So, let me put it this way. The Supreme Court rules that the flag is a symbol, and as a symbol, it can be burned without any repercussion. Right. So if we have a flag that you can burn, why are why are his, he worried about football players anyway kneeling down? We've been de- talking about football players for the last six years. 
Well, I think I, I think that Jim Jim wasn't so much worried about it from that perspective. He just wanted to have an uh, somebody articulate for him uh, what was the right or the wrong of this kneeling in front of the flag. And I just yeah, wanted yeah, him to the, under, go ahead. But my point is, the Supreme Court has ruled in the Supreme Court decision that a person, a human being can burn the flag of the United States. And, Tony, you're right about that, but the people who animate these uh, horrible, uh, hostile reactions to these NFL players, they don't buy that. They either don't know that the Supreme Court said that or they disagree with the Supreme Court so vehemently that they would actually do like these Michigan uh, and, and, and Wisconsin Wolverines. Uh, they would conspire to overthrow the country over something like that. That's... That's the, the what, what really is the issue here. Well, the problem is ignorance. If you don't want to know what the law said or what the ruling of the court is, then you don't care what no, the ruling says. That, well, that's, like, the, that's correct. They don't care what the ruling of the court uh, 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 is. They, they just don't care. Right. And uh, going back to Ron again, Ron, Ron is very philosophical. You know, and I listen to him carefully, and he's got a lot of good, very good points he makes. But when it comes to an election of this magnitude, there is no one, even, even that guy that predicts, I forgot the name of it, uh, he's one guy that usually predicts. They can't even predict right now what they see. Oh, I know who you're talking about, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my basic point is, though, when it comes to the flag, sorry. If I went to the service and I was under the flag, yes. But if my friend down the street wants to burn it, which they did right in front of me one time, Mm -hmm. I couldn't say to them they're wrong because the court ruled that they have that right. Yep. They have a right to do this. And by the way, what you said to Kevin is quite true. People are traitors according to to the fact that they took arms against the United States of America. They are traitors. And the people that were put in statues, they were traitors. I don't understand why we're still talking about that. Six months ago we talked about that. Thanks for listening to me. I'm sort of out of these... I'm just upset with people not understanding the flag can be burned by law, by the fact that the state, the Supreme Court, it could be. Thank you for being kind to me. Thanks, Tony, and I'm glad you're doing doing better. Uh, Should we take, let's take our our second break, and then we'll grab Frank, and then we'll, or Ben, rather, then we'll grab Frank. You all stick with us. We will send us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. 
Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. What happens if a child can't read by third grade? They are four times less likely to graduate high school. If that child lives in poverty, they are 13 times less likely to graduate. The greatest predictor of your child's success in school is the number of books they have in their home. But 61% of low-income families have zero books at home. Now, more than ever, children need books. Luckily, you can help. Go to ifyougiveabook.com to buy a book. Your source for election 2020 news is radio.com. All the way up to election day and, and beyond. beyond. Follow all the important races, presidential, Senate, House, and local. Find all the national coverage on radio.com. All the candidates and all the debates from CNN, Bloomberg, Fox News, and more. Get, get, get coverage of local races from radio stations all around the USA. And find podcasts covering the entire political spectrum. Get important election 2020 coverage on radio.com and the radio.com app. All day. Every day, this is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio, 50,000 Watt, ESPN 1520. I took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection. of this election it's going that's going to be what's going to be necessary in order for us not to have a lot of nonsense going on but let me grab ben in lancaster real quick then we'll grab frank and we'll move along uh, uh ben how are you doing out there in lancaster doing pretty good nathan how are you i'm doing great all righty uh just got to throw something out there and then everybody could just tear it apart and say the guy is uh uh <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah, you, know, I, you know i'm just saying joe biden be careful i'm afraid Trump will try to have someone give your family COVID-19 mm. before the election. You know, from there you can call me nuts, but I uh, appreciate listening to your, hair, to your show. Thank you, Ethan. I appreciate you, Ben. Thank you, man. You know, I, there's something odd about this whole COVID-19 thing. And forgive me for sounding conspiratorial, but my father always taught me that too many coincidences mean somebody's telling you a lie. And it just seems so coincidental that Trump comes up sick at a point when he's really down in the polls. The first reaction that you have to somebody who's sick is to want that person to get well, regardless of how, whether you like the person or don't like the person, you want the person to get well. And then if Trump gets better, that gets to be a big story, like I overcame the COVID-19. Right. And then, you know, the miracle cure thing, you know, then, then he gets to take uh, uh, authorship of the miracle cure. Even if there was a miracle cure, it didn't come from him. The most he could do is put money up to finance the research to be able to get this done. But you know that all the pharmaceutical companies were, you know, busting their tails trying to find a way to be the first one with a, a, a workable vaccine uh, uh, for this drug so or, or for this sickness. So all of that stuff is in play. I, I, I'm I'm curious in my own spirit as to whether or not all of this stuff is true because they're just so 
They're so disingenuous about the information to give you about the, the president's health. You just can't. And just for me, I'm having a hard time trusting what people are saying. Let me grab uh, Frank in Niagara Falls. Then we'll grab uh, John in Rochester. Then we'll grab Donnie. Frank, how are you doing out there? Geez, I'm so relieved uh, President Trump could uh, receive that excellent care at uh, Walter Reed, 100% government-funded, government-run socialized medicine. And then he's getting treatments that I'm not even sure exist. I mean, he, he, he's getting a treatment that involves uh, taking uh, cells from fetuses that had been aborted. He's supposed to be the anti-abortion person, yet it was abortion that made it possible the uh, medication, at least one of the medication regimens that, that he's receiving. There's just something is, 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 is askew about this, and I think one day we'll, we'll know. We're, we're not going to know it right now. Total hypocrisy. Yep. You know, I, su- I suggest your listeners read anything by Greg Palast or the book Hate, Inc. by Matt Taibbi to give context to the last part of my call here. Mm-hmm. You know, for the caller who I think makes excellent points every week, who called me out saying what was I going to do about Republicans rigging and suppressing and trying to steal election 2020, <clears throat> I remind him of the calls I made over the years, but it seems the uh, MSNBC groupies out there didn't hear me because of their mind block whenever Mm -hmm. I brought up Congresswoman Gabbard. Mm -hmm. You know, H.R. 5147, Securing Americans Elections Act of 2018, was sponsored by Tulsi Gabbard, which got no support from the establishment Democrats. Wow. You know, maybe you should be calling out the elite uh, Democratic Party, uh, you know, instead of me. You know, I spent 2018 and 2019 trying to get top Democrats to to address the Trump uh, GOP election cheating issues. And I got banned from social media, hung up by my government representative staff, and I can't even get a letter to the editor printed. You know, so maybe the listeners out there could take up the the, the torch and and ask this simple question. You know, what have neoliberal establishment Democrats to keep the Trump monsters from stealing this election? You know, actually, they've been, Democrats have been uh, so busy last year, you know, fast-tracking his uh, Trump's lifetime uh, judge appointments and voting for overblown military budget. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Call out the top Democrats. You know, I mean, of course, I'm going to vote for Biden because Trump is a monster. But we need to hold those top Democrats accountable. Accountable. I think that's Thank good you, Good man. advice. Thank Thanks, Frank. I appreciate you, man. Uh, let me grab Mark in Buffalo real quick. Mark, how you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Yeah, what's going on, man? This is just really. Hey, I, I, <laughs> I told you last week this was a stunt. Yep, you did. You I did. Said, I, yep. said, I, I smell a stunt. And then he's going to come out and say he's the big hero who beat the covert. You know, me- medical records are secret. And is this the same doctor who said he weighed 130 pounds or 230 pounds? Right, right. right. This Sean Connolly. Right. Is that the same doctor? I, no, I think there was a doctor before Sean. That no, was, I think this is the same one. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I thought his name was Ron something or other. The... Uh, original position that he had, but whatever the case, you know, you can't trust, at least for me, I'm having difficulty trusting 
what these physicians say because they say so many things that seem contradictory. You you, you can't really follow if what they're telling you is true you or not true. You know what it is, Nathan? It's a stunt that backfired. Mm. That's what it is because they're calling him on how he can't go out in public now and stuff like that. It's a stunt that backfired. And then he's riding around in hermetically sealed cars with three grown men. And if he's got if he's contagious and he's breathing that stuff out inside a car, a car's not a lot of not a lot of distance in a car. Yeah, but Nathan, you don't know what he took. You don't know what they gave him. All that stuff is secret. The doctor's out there lying right to the whole public. <laughs> it could have been bleach, right? Yeah. You don't know what he's what, what's going on. He got you know what he did? He went to the hospital, got nothing, said he had COVID. I'm telling you, it's a stunt. And 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 uh it, you know, it's it's funny that money for the the people need money for living, right? But not but not not for a tax cut. And suddenly the right is is for is worried about deficits. Deficits yep. matter, right? You know what I mean? And, and you know, uh, covert he, uh, in about the covert thing. He he went from domination to to uh, deification. <laughs> Remember? He did. He said, he did. He said, dominate the covert, dominate. And then he said, I think God gave me. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Just too strong. This guy is a fool, man. He is uh, a fool. And he, we we got to get him out of there. He's killing this country. Yep. He's ki- and and, and uh, Ron's right. If they, if they win it, they stole it. I just don't know how they. it could be any other way. But Nathan, every Republican is trying to thwart the vote. They, right. they do not want you to vote. And it would seem like that should turn Americans away from them. If these people are f- fighting so hard to prevent people from voting, why aren't Americans turning away from these people? Why would you want somebody to be your uh, legislator or your, your uh, president who doesn't want you to vote at all? Why would you want that? The right wants voter suppression. The left wants you to vote in numbers that, that you, you can't dis- you can't. Uh, discriminate against right and and they uh, what doesn't the country see the right is the voter suppression party they don't want you to vote they are the they this all goes back to the slave days when that uh when that what is it the electoral the electoral college right that's from slavery. Right. We have to get the popular and, and, voting. And remember the poll tax. Yeah. They even got a new poll tax now. If yeah. you ever went to prison for a, for a felony in Florida. You got to pay that. And then, then <laughs> and all over Georgia, you got to go and buy, you got to go and buy uh, 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 ID. And then the only right. can buy ID in certain places at certain times. I mean, come on. Yep. Yep. Come on. We got to get a popular vote in this country, folks. We Absolutely. Because it's killing us. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you, man. All right. Let me get John in Rochester real quick. John, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. You know, before I forget, congratulations on your retirement. Thank you. Although I'm not gone yet. I'm still around until the end of December. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, I get the Buffalo News and I think they did a hammer job on you. I, yeah, but I, I, you know, I don't pay any attention to the Buffalo News at all. You know, because I, I feel I know you, and there's no way that you would do anything that was. And they never say uh, anything that I actually did. They just impugn stuff. They just throw stuff out there, you know, with with an illusion, with no actual, you know, fact or anything, you know, that you could say what you said was 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 uh, a lie. They they don't say it like that, so I don't pay them any attention at all. 
Because I would read the articles and I'd go, this is, that's not Nathan. Yeah. No way. Anyway, yeah. congratulations on your retirement. You've put in a lot of good years. Thanks, man. So listen, John, tell me a little bit before I let you go. What would you feel about your president referring to the center, the senator from California? Not, you know, somebody who just got out of prison, the sen- the senator from California as a monster and a communist because of her performance in the de- in the debate. Well, how, how did that hear, ring I, with you? I, I didn't hear those comments, but I, I can say <laughs> the one thing. I won't call her a monster, but I'll call her a leftist and uh, not good for her country. How can she be a leftist when you're also calling her a right-wing uh, 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 adherent because she locked up so many people when she was the prosecutor, chief prosecutor in the state of California. How can well, she be both the right wing person and the left wing person at the same time? Well, I didn't, I didn't hear that comment about being a right winger, but uh, Willie Brown, her mentor, did say that uh, she's not right for uh, being vice president. She's uh, <laughs> in it for herself, and that's it. That's her mentor. Okay. All right. Well, I got that. So we good, John? I'm going to grab uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, this is the year of the Buffalo Bills and Donald J. Trump. I'll leave you, leave you uh, on that note. I'll go with half of that. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Let me get Donnie real quick in Middleport. Donnie, how are you doing out there? Yeah, good there. How you doing? Man? All right. How you doing? I have a question. In light of that, um, that foiled attempt to um, attack the governor of Michigan. Right. What do, what do we expect in the future that the states start sending their national guards across uh, lines, paratrooping their troops, and they're fighting pitched battles in the streets of America? Well, that's what these militia people want to occur. They think that there is such an appetite in this country for insurrection to carve out pieces of the country like they did in the year or two before the Civil War in this country, to carve out a piece of uh, secessionists and insurrectionists for themselves that will turn uh, that portion of the country back into what they think uh, the United States was under the original construction of the Constitution. Instead of focusing on that, think about this issue, because this is what's going to be the most corrosive in this country. This idea that we have to go back, we should be governed by the original uh, interpretation or or intent uh, of the U.S. Constitution as it was originally written. When the Constitution was originally written, there were no Bill of Rights in the first place. The first 10 amendments of the Constitution didn't exist. That's why they're called amendments. They came after the Constitution was uh, voted into existence. Second thing is, even if you stop at the Bill of Rights, are you saying that uh, uh, you, you, you folks that have this view that people should not have the right to vote or, or, or to not be discriminated against on their right to vote, that we should still have slavery in this country, that people shouldn't uh, be able to uh, have citizenship if they're not the right color or the right source of uh, country for their citizenship. Uh, are, are we saying that women shouldn't have the right to vote, the, the, the 19th Amendment and so on? It's that sort of stuff that is just nonsensical, you know, that comes out of these people's mouths. Uh, if you're talking about the original construction of the Constitution, there are whole bunches of what is normal in America today that would not be able to exist at all if we lived under that. You hear that? You hear that? Uh, I, I, I just was—I was just told that we we used to go to the bathroom outside. Uh, we, we, do we want that to be the the new in, uh, interpretation of what constitutional behavior is? 
I have one more question. Quick. Sure. As far as the FBI stopping that in Michigan, uh-huh. you know, the FBI, FBI got a hostage, hostage rescue team. If mm-hmm. they were to stay in that house and ambush them, wait till they come and just terminate them, you hear Bush screaming and hollering, they, they, they would have called them Nazis. Oh, they got the capability. You know, <laughs> they cross train. Can you imagine what would have occurred if it was the Black Lives Matter movement that they had infiltrated with their COINTELPRO, you know, type uh, spies and had found them to be engaged in a mature conspiracy uh, to uh, topple the government in the state of Michigan or, or the state of Minnesota or wherever? Can you imagine if that was the Black Lives Matter movement? They would not have, you know, come in there real polite, you know, with with real sheet, uh, uh, clean sheets of paper. You know, uh, we have this warrant, you know, for, they wouldn't have done that. They would have come in with SWAT teams. They would have surrounded the area that they thought these people were. If there was any movement at all, they would have just started shooting and blowing, uh, blowing the place up. It's it's this. I mean, I, I don't understand how you can have the police be the target of these people and the police think that they're sympathetic with these people. How can you be sympathetic with people who would actually try to shoot you? I, I don't understand, but but it shows you how this d- deeply embedded, you know, white nationalist, you know, American nationalist orientation is in this country. And that's something that we got to find our way through. I thank you, Donnie. I appreciate you. Uh, 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 calling. I look forward to talking to you all next week and thank you all out there for supporting us uh, and we look forward to talking to you all next week here at Think Again. Think Again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.